Okay, so my phone is literally on 8% and it's about to die. But I was like, um, no, I'm going to record this episode right now. I don't care. So it's literally on not ordinary battery save, but ultra battery save. So that's the risk and commitment I'm taking to recording this episode. But I couldn't be more happy to be here. Hi, everyone. And welcome back to the Not So Late Show. You know, in brackets, the Never Alone podcast with me, your host and friend, hopefully, Nadidian. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful evening that is a Wednesday night. Now, I need to give you guys a bit of a con- bit of context of what's cooking, what's going on. I'm in the car, naturally, and um, to those who know and who've been listening for a while, thank you. First and foremost, I appreciate you. Um, and if you're new here, welcome. Hopefully, you can stick around, but... For those who's been around for for those who have been around for quite a bit, you guys might remember my coffee situation and why I don't bring it in the car anymore. You know, something happened, and if you don't know, there's an episode somewhere, but basically, in a nutshell, I spilled coffee in the car and it made a mess and it burnt my leg and I was traumatized, you know? So I kind of vowed and pledged to never bring coffee in again, but I did break that because multiple times I brought in coffee I brought in well more tea actually but right now in this moment I have a coffee to my right hand side and it's low-key scary to be honest it's pretty scary for it to be here right now because I just get like flashbacks of what happened last time and like everything else I'm like the mic fell and at the time I had the broken mic so that was a disaster in itself so, yeah, I'm taking a big risk here, but I feel like if I can get through this without spilling, then I'll be okay, you know? But I also have a PB&J sandwich, a peanut butter and jam, not jelly, don't bring that here, peanut butter and jam sandwich with me for a bit of a, a, bit of a munch, you know? So, just a bit of a context of what's cooking, what's going on, and that's it, um... Let's get into it. You know, firstly, soft chicken moment. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. I hope you're taking care of yourself as you should every single day. And I hope you had an amazing day today. I hope you had a great day. And I, if you're listening to this in the morning, I hope you have an awesome day. And everything goes your way. But you know, naturally, if things don't go so swell, or if things didn't go so great today, it happens to the best of us, you know. But the sun will rise again, and we go again tomorrow, stronger and better. So, with that being said, let's get, like, right into the What's News. So, What's News episode, are we surprised? Of course not. But I feel like this What's News is a bit different, because... Honestly, at this point, I'm just doing episodes for the sake, <laughs> but this What's News, I kind, I'm kind of treating it like a late night talks, in a sense that I I had this weird like conversation with myself as I was walking back home, and I was like, I'm doing a What's News today, but I don't want it to be very formal. It feels very formal to do a What's News, so I want it to be very relaxed, but it is also a What's News, but it's also like not, but it is. And then I was like, and then I came to the conclusion, I'm like, just say what you want to say, just speak, and just enjoy yourself. So I'm titling this The What's News, but we're just going to talk about what happened last week, some announcements, and really have a nice chat. 
and catch up. I mean, there's not much to catch up on because I did an episode literally on Monday, which I hope you enjoyed the listening party. I had a ton of fun vibing and dancing. Is that my mom? That probably is my mom. Vibing and dancing to the music. So, yeah, I hope you had a good time. Anyway, um, I just want to say that was my stomach. Um, I just want to say that I will, I'm not going to be rude and eat in front of you because one, that's rude. And two, according to my cousin, I'm allowed chewer, but I chew with my mouth closed. So I don't know what that's, what that's about, but you can really hear me chew when I chew, <laughs> when I chew, chew, bless you. Okay. No, bless you. Anyway, you can really hear me like chew when I'm biting. So, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to do that to you. So, I'm going to, like, pause when I eat and then resume. You won't know, but it's happening. Anyway, no more being said. Let's get right in to the news. Okay, so firstly, that I'm so excited to talk about is the Super Mario Bros., I think teaser trailer was released last week and I could not be more oh my word when I saw this come out I was like oh my word oh my word now a bit of context or background whatever this happened a while ago <laughs> like not a while ago but like last week most of the stuff that I'm going to say like now happened like last week but I just want to talk about it because I can and I want to talk about it so don't judge me and say, oh my soul, you're so behind. I know, I'm aware, but, you know, we're doing it. Anyway, the Super Mario Bros. trailer was released last last week, and obviously it's starring Chris Pratt, and it is, it, is, it just feels right that Chris Pratt is voicing um, Mario, to me at least. So that's pretty cool, and I made like these notes on, I am always super iffy about, and I feel like most people are, when they create movies on like iconic games, you know what I mean? Like when they first created the the movie of Sonic, everyone was like, oh, well, why, what are you doing? You know, because it's such an iconic and loved um game and, you know, character that it, there's like this need or this thing that it should be left untouched. Like, leave it for what it is. Don't touch it. Don't try anything. Just leave Sonic being Sonic. So when people start to create movies about it and live actions, it gets a bit iffy. So, on, on honestly, when I saw that, okay, they're making this movie about uh, a game that has been such a big part of my childhood and still is today... I was like, oh no, because when you touch something that's super original, it feels so precious that there's the risk of, I guess, ruining it, if that makes sense. And there's always that fear when you do that on um, on original and iconic games that are so loved by so many people, you know? Like, I think of games like Mortal Kombat, and they made a real thing about it, you know? You know what will really surprise me? I don't know if you know, if you're an OG, you know, but the game Street Fighter, where you play on, like, a like an actual thing, 
Um, if they do that, I'll be so surprised. Anyway, so very iffy, but then I saw the trailer. I was like, okay, I'm excited for this. I'm literally very, very excited for this because this looks fun and it kind of brings it to like a newer audience. That makes sense to new, younger children or whatever. Because I, you know, what blows my mind is that people, some people don't know who what Super Mario Bros is. Like, they don't know what Mario is. They don't know what a Wii is. They don't know what a Nintendo is. They haven't experienced, like, you know, a Mario Kart or, like, um, a Mario Party, if you know. It's like, wow, I'm pretty old. You know, so I'm really excited for this movie. Then again, it's my literal whole childhood. Like, I can recall times when I was in aftercare, And we would literally, oh my god, this sounds so dumb now, but at the time it was like, it was the coolest thing. So at Aftercare, um, during the holidays, so we would play a Wii, if you know what a Wii is. And everyone had their remote, and you had to bring your own batteries, you had to make sure your batteries were full and stocked. Oh my god. (laughs) And, excuse me, bring your own batteries and make sure that you're whatever, whatever, whatever. And there was literal teams. So there was like the A team, the B team, and the C team. So there would be like four kids in the A team, four kids in the B team, and then a few kids in the C team. And then there was just like the rest who literally couldn't play. <laughs> and what they would do is they would play like the Super Mario Bros thing. If you know, like the... There's like that, that whole thing. I forgot the game's name, but you go through levels and you get to Bowser's Castle. You're trying to save Princess Peach, I think. Um and do the whole thing, so four of you would play, and you would, your goal was to save Princess Peach, so every time you guys would lose a level, the BT would play, or whatever, so it was so weird how our, like, popularity at the time, at after year, was based on what team you were in this, in the Wii game, and I was, like, in the, I was, in, like, the C team, well, I, yeah, I was young at the time, so me and my brother have a Wii, we both had our own, um, remotes, and it was like a really special time and if I really deeply think about it and kind of you know go back and track back I I remember that this is how my brother and I bonded and connected you know like we connect my brother and I connect on like games playstations and like sports particular sports and all that stuff that's and movies and film and superhero stuff that's how we connect um and kind of bond, you know, and get along, so to think, I don't know, I just feel that the, I guess this new generation is very lucky that, I'm not going to say that Mario was lost, but it's really like resurfacing again, like at a, you know, at quite the rate, especially with a movie, so I'm really excited for people to experience that, and I hope they have a great time. So, that's the Super Mario Bros. movie. I'm really excited for that. Like, it's crazy. I hope they don't... The thing is, I'm like, do I watch it? Or do I not want to ruin or spoil, like, the OG in my head? But I guess the OG will never really be spoiled, if that makes sense. But I also don't want to, like, ruin it. So, I don't know. I probably will watch it, but it's only going to come out in a while, I'm pretty sure. Because only the teaser trailer was released. So, yeah. Moving on. 
Now, I don't know how to like talk about this, but let's talk about. Oh my word! I thought that was someone in the car. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. So last week, a massive trailer was released again. I think no, I don't know, but it was released and nevertheless, and it was amazing. And this trailer that I'm talking about is Black Panther. Wakanda forever now this is a very this movie is so special I never really talked about it when it was released because I didn't have a podcast but wait yes hmm I probably did I don't know but this movie was released and it was such an important movie not not just in the MCU but in the world as as a whole and it held it still holds a very special place in people's heart including mine and obviously Along this journey, we have lost a great person, a great human, a great soul. Um, the one, the only Chadwick Boseman. So, I guess it's always been super iffy and kind of sensitive when you're kind of addressing the movie. Because, I don't know, I'm not saying he... Anyway. So, there's always been conflict and tension in terms of how do we, like... Not me... <laughs> I'm speaking as if I'm involved in the movie. Good grief. No, but I'm just saying this is how I thought, you know. How do we move forward when, I guess, the man who was leading this is unfortunately no longer with us. With us in spirit always, I believe that. But physically no longer with us, you know. Because naturally people will start thinking, oh, they're going to find a replacement. Whoever takes over as the Black Panther will kind of get some hate and be like, you'll never be able to fill his shoes. You can never be him. You know, stuff like that. So it was very like, what what now? But I think, I hate to, I don't want to be insensitive, but the movie as, the movie Black Panther as a whole was important. I'm not just saying, hyper-focus on one particular character but the story and the movie was a very important movie you know so I thought it was very important I think it is very important to carry on and keep on telling that story and it's just very it's really unfortunate I don't want to say unlucky I'm trying my best not to be insensitive and just feel like I'm disregarding a person a very important person in this movie But what I'm trying to say is that there is so much more about the movie than one particular person. And honestly, Chadwick Boseman was one of a kind, a very special person. And no one, and I repeat, no one will be ever, will ever be able to be the Black Panther that he is or that he was um, ever. So no one will be able to fill those shoes. I think people, we need to get that you know, set in stone. But the story as a whole, I think there's more to tell. And that's why I also think it's very important to keep on telling the story. Because there was, like, speculation as to should we even make a number two without Chadwick Boseman? And it's rightfully so that those questions are being asked. But it's like, then again, the story of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever... Um, because Wakanda is a community, it's a people, you know, it's their story. So I think it's really important to tell that story. 
you know? So when I when I found out that they're going to make a num- sequel, I think naturally there was always going to be one. But obviously, on, after the unfortunate um, passing of Chadwick Boseman, it was very much in question. So to see that they're kind of carrying on. And I think this movie is kind of like an homage and an honoring, excuse me, to Black Panther and Chadwick Boseman, which I think is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, so I'm really excited. So when the trailer got released, excuse me, um, a week, it was like last week, I think. It was like, oh my soul. And I will never forget how, I think it was the teaser trailer made me feel. Because the the song, the intro song was like, no woman, no cry. You know? And it was just like this, there was like this feeling, you know? And I, watching Black Panther movies and me as a proud black person, um, black woman, it's like, I don't know, there's something about the movie I feel connected to the movie in a way that's like I don't know what to call it you know I don't know how to describe this feeling but I saw when the t- I watched the trailer they played the movie No Woman No Cry and it was like this there was like this suspense you know and I don't know the beauty of art and filmmaking you know blows my mind every single time but I just like watched it. I was like, oh my word. It made me feel some other, other type of feeling. And it, I don't know. You know, and just that short teaser trailer just like showed so much power and like impact, you know, of like the story of, you know, Black Panther and Wakanda. And I think how important it is. So then obviously next, last week, trailer came out, showed us the... I guess the villain or the people in it, obviously there's like Namor, Namor, whatever, the people of like the undersea coming to the surface or something. Um, I read about him because I'd never really heard about him. I read about him, but then I forgot everything because I read it like last week. <laughs> so there's that. And then obviously we see, um, I forgot her name now. I'm just going to say T'Challa's sister. I forgot her name. Chilla's ah, sister kind of become a Black Panther. I don't want to say... Wait, this is interesting. I want to say the Black Panther because wasn't T'Challa the Black Panther, but I feel like Black Panther happened over like generations or something like that. Anyway, she becomes the Black Panther. Not replacing Chadwick Boseman's position, but she's becoming another one. Which I think it's okay for there to be another one. Like, it's literally okay. And I feel like she's kind of honoring his legacy. And in simple words, is his successor. So I think it just feels right. I th- Honestly, I feel like I would be more like, uh, if it was someone else. It just makes sense that it's her. Because obviously it's his sister. Seeing their relationship in number one, you would like think, okay, it should be her, you know. So, wait, let me. I made notes, but I forgot what I said. What did I say? I said, "Come on, Trina, I'm gonna be." Oh, this is what I. This is another thing that I said. I said that seeing that, I was like, "There, there's no way. There's no way that I'm not." 
gonna be there on premiere night. Like, there's no way. Like, I need to be there on the premiere of Black Panther. Like, I need to be there. You know, because one, spoilers. Like, Marvel spoilers are the worst because as soon as the thing comes out, people watch it and then they make um, breakdown videos and Easter egg videos, which, you know, you do you and it's, it's, it's fair for the people who watch it. But the people who... Excuse me. <clears throat> but for the people who haven't, it's like, oh, my soul. So I know during that time to stay away from Instagram, to stay away from Twitter, to stay away from YouTube, you know, and just like leave because it's rough. Like, it's really rough. So I was like, I'm going to be there premiere night now then I think to myself okay it's releasing on November 11th and then I was like okay but when in South Africa is that gonna come out because I think and I'm like oh my word 11th of November is literally in the meat not the meat but like in the middle of my final exams and I highly doubt that my mom would let me go watch a movie in the middle of exams I was like oh but honestly I would do it I don't oh yeah I do not really care I care for my happiness and I want to watch it but I do think it'll be released later in South Africa hopefully in December or something and I just feel like there's nothing like it's such a special thing to be in an atmosphere of like like-minded people in the sense that we are all obsessed with the genre we are all obsessed with Marvel and this character that we are all here to kind of watch this masterpiece and support it you know and I kind of really experienced that when we watched Endgame because like you realize oh my word everyone loves you know Marvel and the Avengers and then I went to this like the movies cinema and I sat there literally on the like, third night it was full like it was full I got I remember booking seats and there was three left and I took the one and the whole theater was packed of people. And it's such an experience to watch, like, a film, a movie, um, that is means so much to people. And watching characters that mean so much to people. And kind of seeing them do this, like, one last time, I guess. And it was, like, three hours. I remember I, I ate, like, two large popcorns. So worth it. And because I should go back out, buy one, and then come back. Um, so, yeah, I remember being in that atmosphere and kind of, I remember all the reactions of like, what did he say? Oh, when, what's his name? Steve caught the, Captain America caught um, Milner, whatever. And he was like, Avengers? Or it was like, Avengers, or whatever. And it was like, assemble i still question that line because like how did everyone hear him anyway iconic it's just iconic and i remember that reaction and also the the reaction of being in the spider-man um no way home theater um movie was insane it wasn't as packed because i watched it way late but it was still an experience because there was people there um, and I kind of want to experience that again. I think it will be super special for Black Panther as well. Because it's going to be obviously the first one where Chadwick isn't there. So, and it's going to, I think it's one of Marvel's longest f movies so far. I know Endgame is the longest for sure. But this one might be long. So I'm just excited for 
that cinema atmosphere. I'm really hyped for that. So, yeah. I believe it's going to be a good movie. You know? And I'm happy that they're carrying on telling telling this beautiful story of Wakanda. I'm going to take a bite of my sandwich now and sip a bit of coffee. Don't mind me. Okay, so one thing I will I want to say. Now, you guys know this isn't a drama thing. I've, I don't actually recall. <laughs> I don't talk about drama on the podcast. I hate drama. And I don't like things or programs that use drama to fuel their their brand I guess so I will literally only speak about this for two minutes because I care about these people so much the try guys I think already we know what went down it is so it's literally like it broke my heart like I when I first saw the news I was in disbelief I thought it was fake news you know because I mean the try guys it's the try guys so when I saw this, I was like, there's no way. And then I kind of went into it. I was like, oh my word, this is real. Like, this is actually, like, real. So obviously, you know, Ned Farmer is no longer part of them. I'm not going to explain why. It's none of my business. Obviously, we know, but just go watch their videos. But I just wanted to say that it just hurts. You know, I'm not going to cry, but it just hurts because the Try Guys are just so wholesome. They've brought so much joy into my life. The Without a Recipe is literally my favorite thing in the entire world and their videos just make me so happy so to see them go through something like this and it be it kind of affect them the way it has it's really it's like oh my word this is this is weird so all i can say is that it hurts excuse me it hurts um but we move forward you know we move on we are there are a trio now, which isn't bad. I don't hate it, but it's just it's like I hate to see them involved in you know, I guess so called drama. Because they're not they're not about that life. And I respect that about them. You know, they are well known excuse me, <laughs> they are well known because of their positive vibes, their good vibes, and I really, really like that. So Okay, I'm done talking about it. Moving on Let's talk about the talk of the weekend. Mr. Maxi Max Verstappen is our 2022 Formula One world champion for the second time in a row. <laughs> um, but no, Max, Max, I mean, honestly, we knew it was going to happen. Let's be honest. We knew this was coming. And honestly, I know I'm like, a, I'm not, okay, look, I, I support Formula One. There are some drivers that I like more than others, that I will admit, that I, it's fair, but I don't hate anybody, you know, so I can say that I really admire Lewis and I like him more than Max, but I don't hate Max, I got nothing against Max, he seems like a cool guy, you know, very relaxed, you know, just loves what he does, and I like that. So when I saw that he won, I was like, good for you, Max. Because he's had an, an amazing season. So it's wild as though there's no... You can't doubt the guy. You, you Like, you can't. He's had a great season. He's been really consistent. And he won the world title. 
already in in the Japanese Grand Prix in Suzuka. Um, feel bad for Charlie of it, Charles. Sorry, I hate how I give them nicknames like I know them or like I'm their friend. I just like giving people nicknames. Not making fun of them. I just like giving them nicknames. I'm sorry. If I offend them, if I offend you, please let me know. I'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop. But it was just unfortunate and unlucky for Charles. I saw this meme. Because <laughs> the race before, Max's team like made a mistake and he came seventh. Which honestly was, like, I think, the worst he's done. But still within the points. But they made a mistake and it was like a very unfortunate race. And I saw this meme where it was like they were super down about it, and then there was this like thing. It was like imagine being in Ferrari, <laughs> where well, they were like comparing Ferrari, meaning kind of Ferrari has made tons of mistakes between like Charles and Carlos Science. So yeah, or they were like they're saying like Max could never survive in Ferrari <laughs> or at Ferrari. Because Red Bull made, like, one mistake and he was really down in the dumps. And then, like, Ferrari makes a ton of mistakes all the time. So, they were like, Max would never survive his Ferrari. Anyway, it's not funny. I feel bad for Charles. Um, his time will come, you know. So, yeah. For the rest, you know, yeah. Anyway, nothing much to say. Max has been super consistent. He's been great. He deserves his world title, so good for him i think there's like four races left though so whatever um what was i gonna say you know what breaks my heart and broke my heart is that daniel ricardo said i think the reality is that he won't be on the grid for 2023 danny boy daniel ricardo my one of my favorites honestly because i love his attitude his personality but he's also an amazing driver so obviously he's leaving McLaren by the end of the year. Respect that. But he has not committed to any other team. I think Haas is open. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I don't mean to laugh at Haas. But Haas is open with Magnussen. And then there's another one open. And I think that's only it. And then I think Nick something. Nick DeFries joined a team, which is exciting. And then Oscar Piastri, I think, is taking is also joined a team. So, yeah, and then recently, what's his name? Pierre Gasly moved to Al... Mm, only, like, Alpha Torian Alpine, I get confused, but I think he moved to Alpine with Esteban Ocon, which is cool. So I'm excited, but Red Bull, Max and Checo are together, Carlos and Charles are together, Lewis, Lewis, Lewis and, sorry... And George, I'm, I presume, us all together. It's just sad that potentially Daniel Ricciardo will not be on the grid. <sighs> yeah, that's that's what we're living in. That's the reality we are living in, and it's rough. You know, a part of me, excuse me, does wish for some miracle, but like, <laughs> so I don't want to disrespect Haas. But I don't think Daniel would go to us, to be honest. Look, I'm not a... I am not a guru in the sense that I don't know every single detail of the sport. Um, but I admire the sport. I admire the athletes. 
and I know a bit, so, yeah, I'm not an analyst, calm down, I'm not an analyst, so, but I, I support Formula One, I watch it, I love it, you know, so that's it, that's, that's basically all I, I, what did I just do, I made a mistake, sorry, that's basically all I, all I've got to say, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, let me think, what else, oh, Okay, this is irrelevant to... So that's it for the news. Basically, I'm concluding the news right now. I think there was something else that happened this week, but I forgot about it. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's it for the news. That's the news segment complete. Done. Now, what I'm going to do is just relax and talk. You know what? I, I have a thing in my notes... Oh, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, yeah, I dropped an egg on my foot yesterday, the 11th of, of October, 2022, true story, that was, it really, like, got to me that I dropped the egg on my foot, because I took the egg out, and I was excited to eat the egg, and then it just fell, and it hit my foot, and I was like, are you kidding, what a waste of an egg, and then, you know what a nightmare is, to clean up a dropped egg. Oh my word. Yeah, no. I, I don't wish that on my worst enemy. Actually, no, I probably will wish it on my worst enemy. Just so I can feel that pain. Anyway. Oh, this is exciting. My 30 days of no sugar. Okay, this feels super... I'm not going to read this whole thing. But this feels super weird because I feel like I'm just like piling challenge over challenge. But I'm on a 30 days no sugar challenge. Woohoo, starting today. And I wonder if I want to read this to you. Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, so 30 days of no sugar challenge starts 12 October 2022 and ends 10th of November. Goal is to control addict. Okay, wait, just take this with a grain of salt. Not literal addiction, but control addiction with buying sugar and spending unnecessary money on unhealthy foods for instant gratification and better my relationship with food as a whole and finding more healthy and natural ways to nourish my body and give it energy. I will admit that I have... Oh my word, this is deep. Okay. I will admit that I have a problem. And this challenge... This challenge aims... What? This challenge's aim... Oh, I see what I was doing. I said, yeah. And this... Excuse me. And this challenge's aim is to fix that problem. I think I'm addicted to instant gratification when it comes to food. And I don't really think of what I'm doing to my body. I just want to build a better relationship, better and healthier relationship with food. And to be honest, with the way I'm... Oh gosh, this is deep. But, and to be honest, with the way that I'm eating, I don't feel too great about myself. And one of my moral compasses slash I think force is, to, is doing things that make me feel good. So technically, I'm going against myself. I don't like that. Another goal, eat healthy, more organic and less sugary foods. Example, sweets, chips, crisps, chocolate, fizzy drinks, and also minimalizing, what? Minimizing about, of, okay, whatever, minimizing eating unhealthy fats and carbs I'm consuming. Because most of my caloric count comes from unhealthy foods and overeating. For a while, I mended my overeating when I was intermittent fasting, which helped a lot. But I feel myself falling back to falling back 
to old habits again. You know, I actually did not intend to read that to anybody, but you're lucky. You know, so that's all I have to say. It really just says it. So, yeah, I've been eating junk, basically. Not really, but I've just been, like, I just don't like it. So, I kind of want to stop eating, like, unnecessary sweets, basically. That's it. That's literally it. Um, And I did exception, like, cereal, because I eat, like, Nutrafic with sugar. But that's, like, uh, whatever. And then I have, obviously, tea and coffee with one teaspoon, so it's not that deep. But just, like, the sweets... You know, because it's been hectic. It's been rough. <laughs> and just get energy more naturally from, like, fruit and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I know, like, the beginning days are the hardest. So I know as I progress, it will become easier and therefore become a... Yes, a habit. Well done. Good job. Good job. Thumbs up. High five. Oop, you missed. Anyway. <laughs> and then speaking of healthiness... I um excuse me. I am on my seventh week of my night challenge. Now I did a voice note for the like a log for the night challenge episode yesterday because I did the middle of workout of week seven yesterday, and I said that it's been really tough to work out these days, in the sense that I'm not okay. Wait, let's let's just talk about this in the sense that. A lot has been happening, you know, like, distraction-wise, like, the chaotic week and the lifeguarding and my matric farewell, that I had to, like, skip two days and then work out consecutively for, consecutively for two days, and then I skipped one day, and then I skipped another day, and then I worked out once, and then I skipped a day, and then I worked out once, so it's been very unbalanced, and honestly, I felt demotivated at certain times, So I had to really like break that barrier and just push forward. And one of those days was yesterday. Like I almost did not work out yesterday because I was like, "Eh." but I'm really, really happy and proud that I did, you know. And I think what's important to realize is that, you know, you will have hurdles and obstacles along the way. But just to make sure that you keep going and actually finish the thing, (laughs) you know, will be an accomplishment an accomplishment on its own so yes you know i literally listened to three albums yesterday i listened to future nostalgia i listened to to think five sauce five by five seconds of summer and i listened to dawn fm by the weekend which was beautiful um so i had a great time and i had fun thing had fun with it and i was dancing it was great I don't know if I mentioned, but we got our results. I don't want to tell you my results. Because that's, like, very invasive, honestly. Oh, my word, that's, yeah, that's pretty invasive. But, oh, my word, I've actually done not too shabby this term in terms of, like, consistency. But... I will say this. For the one paper, I got a very high mark, which I did not expect. And then I said, yeah, this is crazy because on this day, I was the most sick I... My phone went off. 
this is crazy. This result is crazy because on this day, I was the most sick I had been at the time. I was literally falling asleep during the paper and I almost went home because I was extremely sick and tired and literally took sleep breaks during the paper. So to get this mark is really surprising. I'm happy. I remember that day like it was yesterday. I was like, I was very, very close to putting up my hand and saying, can I please go to sick bay or can I please call my mom? Because I was dying. I genuinely thought I wasn't going to make it through the paper. And this paper was three hours. So it's just like, it's constant writing, like writing. And I was like, I can't do this. I literally can't do this. I was dying on the paper. I was like, <sighs> with the tissue and I was like coughing like crazy. And I wanted to sleep so badly. So the fact that I got that result was interesting. Oh, okay, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to be done because my phone is on literally 4% and it's going to die. Wait, let me say this thing first. So this other thing is that I, I'm reading Orphan X. I'm still reading the book. Don't judge. People have been judging me. Oh, my word. Like, I'm a slow reader, you know, like I like to really read and also I'm just slow you know, so I read Orphan X, I'm on like 200 and something, and the chapter that I read, I got this book in July, in July, and it's like, was it not, it's October, so let's say July, August, September, October, it's been like four months, it's not that bad, but yeah, I read a chapter yesterday, chapter 32, and it's called Nowhere to Go, and I wrote here, it's one of my favorite chapters because there was this crazy scene intense scene in the restaurant with evan danny slatcher candy and the gods evan's escape and then i had a voice note obviously and then i said greg Hurwitz is incredible just the writing was insane insane now i don't want to get into like deep now because you don't care but let me say this last thing and then i'll i'll get out of your hair i'll leave don't stress but I forgot that I wrote this because I was half asleep. I said, this was like two weeks ago, I'll say. I said, yeah, literally woke up this morning to to work out at 6.30 a.m. But found out that I couldn't because of load shedding. And I said, thanks, ESCOM, for depriving me of my health and well-being. <laughs> ah, the thing is, I need like Wi-Fi or data to go on the Nike training app to actually like work out. So when I don't have them, then I can't work out. So, yeah. Yeah, my phone's going to die now. So I think I should outro this episode. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I appreciate it. I thank you. I hope you enjoyed. I hope it was more casual. I know it's a what's news, but I hope it was casual. I hope you had a good time. And I had a great time. I mean, I only talked about, like, three things, four things. But it's okay. Um, got a really fun episode coming on Saturday. I decided it's Saturday. I don't want to make it Friday because I feel like that's too much in your hair. Um, too much of me in one week. Let's calm down. So, got an episode on Monday, today, Wednesday, and a beautiful one on Saturday of the chaotic week. Bear with me, I was very, you know, excited to tell the story and very 
impatient in a sense that I wanted to tell it really really well but I was literally out of breath half the time telling the story so let's be kind you know let's let's practice kind kindness <laughs> and you know just be gentle in the sense of that episode because it probably probably sounds like I'm rambling like crazy um but yeah and I guess it's kind of it symbolizes that week as well of how chaotic it was yeah so I meant to ramble and be out of breath because that kind of it's interpretive to the week (laughs) anyway I'm gonna really outro this thank you so much for listening I really appreciate it more than you know um and obviously if you've made it thus far in the episode you already know you're a real one I appreciate you I thank you and I'm forever forever grateful for you more than you could ever ever know and I love you so much hugs and kisses all around always and I will see you on the next one